Swimming is a podcast that celebrates the wonderfully diverse community of swimmers and fantastic opportunities that exist on the Isle of Wight off the south coast of England. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Linda Bryant. In 2019, I joined the Facebook group Outdoor Swimming Isle of Wight. New to living on the island, I wanted to swim in the sea with others and meet like-minded people who shared my passion for swimming. Since then, I've been on a fantastic journey. I've made lots of new friends and get to swim all year round and participate in a range of swimming experiences. The weather and tides determine the swim, but some of our group have started to swim longer distances working with the tide. Our longest swim so far is 3k, which is from Seaview to Ride. In 2021, we competed as a team in the annual Sandown to Shanklin peer-to-peer swim. In 2022, I was encouraged to join the Masters Ride Swimming Club at Waterside Pool. A club swimmer as a child, I love being part of this mixed age and ability group. I've enjoyed relearning the pool sets, lingo and swim techniques, and my swim fitness has really improved. This year, age 64, I entered my first meet in 50 years, getting the gold in my age group for the 800 metres. Yes, of course, the nerves were still there, but it was also great fun and I had loads of encouragement. I'm looking forward to my next swim adventure. For the Love of Swimming is also a series of community events aimed to share information and inspiration and to connect people through swimming. So if you are lucky enough to live on the island, look out for these events coming soon. Follow us on all the usual social media channels and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for more personal swimming stories. Today I'm with Melanie Griffiths. Mel lives in Ride and is passionate about movement and making exercise fun and accessible to all. Mel loves the water and swam from a small child in her local pool and in the sea. She can't imagine a time when water would not be in her life. A triathlete, Mel talks about how she views the pool as a functional space for laps and training, particularly as the temperature drops, making training in the sea less accessible to her. She shares how her experience of being in the sea is different. It's healing and soothing, a space to hold you and relieve the stresses of the busy week. So good morning. We've got Melanie here with us this morning who lives in Ride. And uh, thank you for joining me, Melanie. Hi. Um, we're just going to ask a few questions for the love of swimming um, with, with Melanie. So, uh, Mel, where and when did you start your swimming journey? I think it was as a child. Yeah, I was a really small small child. Parents took a swimming local pool. Um, just loved the water. Actually fell in as a child, just remembered. Actually fell in. Um, and I don't know how, well, what bearing that had on swimming, but I loved the water. Um, we did a lot of going to the beach where we lived was about half an hour's drive to the beach. So we always traveled to the beach in the summer. So we were always on the beach as kids. And then I think I went and did swimming lessons. So, yeah. So how long did you, what sort of you had, it was that swimming lessons private or with a school? No, with a school. Yeah. Started off with the school, and then I remember doing um, was it the bronze, silver, gold, life saving? Yes. Yeah, with swimming the, in your pajamas. pajamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Diving for a brick in the bottom of the yeah, didn't, yeah. I wasn't massively keen on that, and blowing the pajamas up into a. <laughs> um, but yeah, the um, 
and I just love the water. I've just always loved the water. And it was something that um, I've always carried with me through life. So wherever I've gone, whatever, whatever other movement I've done, I've always had an element of swimming, always gravitated back to water. And what sort of a swimmer would you say you were, like a sort of sea, river, pool, long distance, short distance, dipper, all weather, all of the above? <laughs> so I I would have said a pool swimmer to start with. And then it's only recent years since I've been on the Isle of Wight that I've started to become a sea swimmer. I've always been in the sea, but I think actually sea swimming. Um, so now it's both. And I've done a bit of lake swimming as well, but I think I really like the sea. I really like the sea. I like the the waves and the just the experience of being in the ocean. Um, but pool swimming in the winter, when it gets a bit too cold to properly swim in the sea. Um, so even though you would swim or go in the sea all year yeah. round, you don't feel you get that sort of physical... The physical no. Fitness. So I think there's a difference it's, um, with... So the pool swimming for me is always about the movement, the exercise, the training, the technique. And the sea swimming, when the water feels warm enough, is the same. But continuing through the year, it's about the, the acclimatisation. So keeping the, the swimming up. And it's just the, the experience of being in the sea itself. It's, it's different. It's different to being in the pool. I always find... Yeah, yeah. can you describe that? You're able to yeah. describe that difference. I was just thinking that the the pool is, it's just water. <laughs> so it's that weird. It's just water, and it feels very functional. So okay. I would be less inclined to get in the pool to have a kind of flap around. I would yeah. get in the pool with purpose to swim lengths, and there would be, there would be that training element to it. Whereas the sea. I've noticed if it's really warm um, or I'm on holiday, I can go in the sea and just be in the sea and be in the water. And there's something, I find it healing and soothing about the water. Um, But it can also be an opportunity to train and swim. And it gives you different, um, or it gives me a different experience because I think swimming, training swimming in the sea or long-distance swimming in the sea is a very different experience to being in the pool. Um, and distance-wise, I always find less is more in the sea because you're dealing with the un- the elements of the tide, the current, um, whether it's wavy, um, whether it's flat. And the sensation of the water, I was just thinking, um, I was on a holiday this year in Skiathos, and there was a beach we went to called Lalaria, which has these crystal clear blue waters. Mm. And it was really, it was quite cold, but there was something about the water that was almost religious in mm. its experience of being in, that even though it was cold, it just felt amazing. I didn't want to get out. Yeah. So I think the sea can give that where the swimming pool doesn't really. Mm. Oh, thank you. And and when do you sort of any competitions or events? You said that you were sort of like a training, but yeah. is it training for or Yeah. Mm. So I've I've done a few triathlons um where there's a swimming element and um 
I like it. I don't know if I would really, I had signed up for peer to peer and never got the chance to do it. Um, and I don't know if a swimming competition of its own interests me quite as much as doing it as part of something else. So what yeah. I like about the triathlon are the different, the different disciplines and, and swimming is a, is a part of that. So, um, but it is interesting. I, I have found just for me under race conditions, getting in the water. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of looking at this for myself I struggle to do the swim part and I think it's under race conditions. So my breathing um, becomes challenged at the beginning of it. Yeah, 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 it is really interesting. And I've been doing some research around it because I thought when this first started to happen, I thought, oh, gosh, is it me? What's what's and then I started to talk to other triathletes and I said, Mm. oh, no, this is quite common, actually. Mm. Um, And at first I thought, oh, it's because the water's cold. Um, and then it happened in a pool and I thought no that's not the case so it's definitely um, something to do with being under those race conditions so again it's another element mm. and you wonder if maybe they started with the bike whether it would happen on the bike exactly. it's because it's the tension it's and it's normally yeah. the first element and breathing is so key mm. for swimming because your head is going yeah. under the water so it, it yeah it is interesting um because some triathletes, interestingly, I've heard, like they really focus on the cycling and the running, yet they underestimate the um, the, the energy and, and what the they technical the, the technical element. Yeah. element and what they need for that swim, yeah. which is often you know, which is often the first yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah, mm. I think there's a lot of focus on the other two disciplines. So you often get runners and cyclists going in to to this sport but actually I'm sure some one of the triathletes I was speaking to is telling me that swimming is the most technical part the most technical element of the three disciplines um so there's a triathlete I follow actually a young a young woman who was an ex-swimmer and she has been doing so well in her triathlon career I think she came second in the the world championship Ironman in Kona in Hawaii, mm. and she was a swimmer before she became a triathlete. No, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. That yeah, coming from a different yeah, angle. she came from that background. Yeah. yeah, and do you use any kind of kit when you're swimming? Is there anything sort of that you you feel that you need? Is there any special? I would say everyone should have a toe float. <laughs> <laughs> In the, uh, in the sea, <laughs> yes, in the sea. Yeah, the pool. It might be a bit because um, I. One thing I've noticed is that swimmers, and I don't think they always realise it, cannot be seen, and especially if you don't have a hat on, because mm. your hair just kind of hair colour blends in almost with the different shades of the water, mm. and so you're not really seen in the sea. And if it's wavy, you absolutely can't be seen. So definitely uh, a bright coloured swim hat, which allows you to be seen in the sea. And the swim float, toe float, um, has I feel it has two purposes. You can be seen by anyone else using the water. And also, if you get tired swimming, if you're doing any long distance, distance you can actually have a rest because it acts as a float. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, which is, it, for me, it's a security blanket, I think, mm. as well. If I want to go off and I want to do a bit longer and I've got that with me, I know if I get a bit tired, I can just stop mm. without having to tread water. And I think, so that all year round, 
this time of year in the summer, I'm in a two-piece and I'm mostly fine. And then it varies throughout the year to, to enable me to, to stay in the water longer. I'll then go from this to a shorty wetsuit mm. and then socks and gloves. Yeah. And then if I really want to do any element of swimming in the winter a long wetsuit mm-hmm. um, and does that enable you to stay in longer get in or just yeah it enables me to stay in longer mm-hmm. um, I, th- I haven't actually used it this last year because I was finding I didn't want to swim quite so much so I was just going in in the shorty wetsuit yeah. and it was more of an acclimatization dip but the yeah if I wanted to actually do any winter swimming for me it would have to be a, a proper swim wetsuit so yeah so there's I mean there's been a lot of um talk recently and I think maybe since the pandemic um or just a lot more of an awareness of of cold water swimming open water swimming what what, whatever um and of the particular sort of benefits either physical or emotional that you can get from it have have you had any of those experiences when I first started um and I think I was just going into menopause, so so my hormones were up and down. My my inner thermometer was up and down, and I noticed that to start with, it regulated my internal temperature. Mm. Um, the wind, the wind, the cold water swimming or dipping really. Um, but recently, I've noticed it has actually had the opposite effect. So as I've gone more into menopause. And that itself, I think, has stabilised for me. I've noticed that the actual cold water swimming actually throws my internal thermometer around a lot more, So, which is really interesting because cold water swimming gets touted as being good for mental health and things like menopause. And I think it is, and I think there are many different elements to it. And I won't stop the swimming because I enjoy it so much. And there is nothing like getting in that water after you've, say, had a a tense week mentally or you've been really busy and you just feel all of that melt away. And it doesn't matter what the temperature of the water is, if it's Mm. cold or if it's warmer. Um, So I think there are are benefits on a physiological, I would say, a body-mind level. Um, The mental side of it, I think, some people enjoy the group element Mm. of going together. Um, So it becomes a ritual. Yeah. which is really nice. Um, and I think I just, just that connection for me, it's just the connection with water. Yeah. I find it just melts everything away. Yeah. Holds you for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So the final question today, what would you say to somebody um, that was thinking about starting to swim, either a beginner or a returner, any hints, tips, or what would you say to them? Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. doesn't matter where you do it, whether you're in a pool or a lake or a sea, whatever you're drawn to, um, just get in the water. And if you're not sure about doing it on your own, just find friends or find a group to go with. Mm. Um, so if you want to go into open water and it's the first time and you feel a bit nervous on your own, find a group to go with. Did you? Um, how did you find a group? Or yeah, did you, that yeah. is exactly how I did it. I think it was a friend on the island who they had started going mm. and said, oh, why don't you come along? And I thought, oh, what a weird thing. Why don't I try it? <laughs> <laughs> this is freezing. Why am I doing this? And haven't uh, stopped since. But 
it's like anything i think don't overthink it just get in and do it that's brilliant well thank you for your time this morning thank mel you. it's been lovely talking to you and i'll see you in the water soon yes right. thank bye. you bye